obviously I, I want to talk about your return to the ring, but I got to get this out of the way first. Uh, you're a YouTube sensation. What's the secret sauce? I'll get right to the <laughs> point. Yeah. The, uh, what, what my opinion is, is, um, and again, this was, I had a guy who hit me up who has successful channels mm-hmm. and his pitch to me was guys, wrestlers just use YouTube wrong. One, it's an underutilized platform um, where most guys want to do podcasts. Most guys want to be on TikTok. Most guys want to monetize themselves that way. Just, you know, people were using YouTube, but not focusing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you know, his, the basically what he said, he was like, if we do YouTube videos and, you know, about wrestling rather than wrestling videos and put them on YouTube, He's like, I think we can do well. And the, it, it just made, it made, you know, his idea made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most guys and, you know, for the ones that have good podcasts, God bless them, you know, but it's just, it's the, the market's so saturated. If mm-hmm. I would have came out and every week be trying to find someone that, uh, you know, book as a guest and then that, that, that's a pain in the butt in itself and then try to fill an hour's worth of content. Let's say all I did all that. Then you got to try to get, you know, umpteen thousand people to tune in every week for an hour. And people just don't have that kind of time. So what we do is I mean, we're giving, you know, bite-sized chunks of information, um, but we're doing it. It's wrestling information, but it's kind of like in a, in a style that your, your successful YouTubers are using. Mm-hmm. And listen, we just, use, we bite their ideas. Like we literally, I'm not ashamed to say it, you know, mm. we're using ideas that, that, that are successful with other, with other people. And we're just you know, putting a wrestling spin on it. Your so, first video at last, last I checked was 1.4 million views was like, what were your expectations for this? Because it, it's not like it was just one video. Like you're regularly getting yeah. like hundreds of thousands of views on these. Like what? did you initially set out to to gain or what were your expectations from it my right. first video my goal was 50,000 views mm-hmm. like i thought if we i thought if with that first video if we did 50,000 views i thought that would give us a good baseline and then i knew there were other videos that would come out that would just naturally you know harder more views like i knew the steroids video would get a bunch of views um, mm-hmm. just because people are interested in that and our, our goal, like he gave me real realistic goals. He's been making a living off YouTube for a couple of years now. He's, but he told me, he was like, listen, he's like, we probably won't turn a profit. We probably won't see money off this for, you know, five to six months. Mm-hmm. And we, we shattered that. I mean, we saw, you know, we, we made, you know, we made good, you know, we made good money the first month and I couldn't believe that. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, but Again, I'm not throwing a parade parade just yet. I know people are fickle and it's, yeah, we just got to keep putting good stuff out. We have right now, as, as I said, we have, I would say videos up through the middle of November already filmed and Mm -hmm. in the can being edited as we speak. And, um, and he and I are constantly every day, you know, just, you know, texting each other, you know, just going over video ideas. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're trying to keep. We're trying to stick, because I, I mean, now that I've now that I've gotten you know this much success, it's <laughs> it's kind of like you you don't want to let something go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is this is a compliment, but your lowest 
video is 366,000. Yeah. And that is a compliment. Like people would yeah. kill for that, those kind of views. So you're, you're definitely yeah. doing something right. Uh, I, I would encourage. And he, and he and I went through and we, we looked over the video to try to find what we did wrong. Think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's something, and I think I know what it is. Um, but like, and, and I didn't think of it while we were filming it. So I won't be making that mistake again, <laughs> but yeah, we're just trying to get, we're trying to get better. And it's, listen, no one's more shocked than I am. Like I was, mm. I was hoping that, you know, eventually maybe we would get that. I thought that 50, 50 number was good. You know, 50,000 views per video and then eventually mm. 50,000 subscribers, you know, cause I know yeah. at that point you can start making some money. So that was, that was my, my humble goals. Mm. Yeah. You're, you're definitely doing great work so far. I look forward to what you have coming in the pipeline. I do notice Thank that I, I do notice that you are wearing a pretty nice suit. You uh, work in finance or right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, that's, that's the office right there. Okay. Very so, nice. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you take, take pride in your appearance at work. You're going to have to wear a tuxedo on Friday night tuxedo match. It's your return to the ring. What what do you think? What do you think about that? I don't own a tuxedo. I'm not renting a tuxedo. They'll get me in a suit. That's as good. That's as good as I'm getting. And and this, yeah, Rich Reed. I don't know what got him all excited and, and upset, but yeah, he's he's playing outside of his depth. He's definitely playing outside of his depth. You have a favorite tuxedo match in history? There's been a few in WWE. There's been a few in different companies do you like are you studying for this at all or i absolutely not absolutely <laughs> studying no i don't i like trust me by the time i get done with this whole youtube channel stuff i've i've had a i've had my fill of wrestling uh the last thing on earth i want to do is, is look at any more wrestling by the time <laughs> we get done and by the time i talk about it you know because one of the things that the uh that the channel's actually been able to do was um, because Stevie Richards has a, a very successful channel as well. Mm -hmm. And he and I, we, uh, you know, we touched base, you know, right. I would say when my, my, when my channel had about, you know, two videos out, you know, he you know, reached out to say, can, can say hi. And now he and I talk every day, multiple times a day, bounce mm -hmm. ideas off each other. He sends me videos. I send him videos, you know, before they go out. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, and, you know, I, I talk enough wrestling throughout the day. I don't need to. The last thing on earth I want to do is go and 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 look up more. My goodness gracious! <laughs> All right, fair, fair enough. You've had your fill. I, I did look. I, I've been following ISPW. I, I know Tommy. I've gotten to know him mm -hmm. the past couple of years. Uh, before he even brought back ISPW, he's doing the the '80s wrestling cons. But yeah, one thing I noticed, or two things I actually should say. This will be your 10th match since you ended your retirement in 2016. But I, and I know this is Wikipedia, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but your Wikipedia is out of date. It says you're still retired. Now my Wikipedia also says I, uh, my middle name is Clint and it is not. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, so, so that I take Wikipedia with, with that much, okay. uh, uh, believability. Um, yeah, wrestling wrestlers are. Yeah, how many times? I mean, how many times at last count has Ric Flair retired? 
I think I, I don't know. Multiple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times has he had his last match? That's the one thing about this business that I think is great about this business, and that's as long as there is, um, yeah, as, as long as there's people still willing to see you. I don't think you fully ever really retire. Mm-hmm. And what I, the way I look at, at my career, yeah, I'm 46 now, and I'm definitely not the athlete that I once was, but you know, I can transition, and I've been able to move into different roles. And ISPW has given me the opportunity to stay within the business and just transition into a, a different role from an in-ring competitor to a, a more of a managerial type of, of, of role. Mm-hmm. And it's actually reignited the love that I have for the business. Because if I was to go out and, and, and wrestle, even if it was wrestled just on weekends, um, eventually I'm going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing about the human body, the older it gets, it doesn't get in better shape. You know, it's, you know, it's, you're, you're just going to get injured quicker. Mm-hmm. And I take two trains into work and two trains home, which that right there is enough to keep me from getting in the ring on a regular basis. So, you know, with that, you know, with that said, there's not that many, you know, organizations that would you know bring in a guy who would, you know, who can work a limited schedule like that, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm very, very thankful that, that Tommy and ISBW has, uh, has, has, has offered me that. And not to mention they're 20 minutes from my house. Usually, mm-hmm. usually the shows we run, they're literally 20, 25 minutes from my house. So it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> I've enjoyed your work that I've seen so far. There was, I told Bull James this specifically, it was one of your first promos together there's just something that worked about it. And I think, you know, you have found a really nice role where you're working with different talent and just, yeah. just finding what, what gels with each other. Yeah. I love working with bull. I love bull is one of those guys that I, before working with ISPW, I mean, obviously I knew who he was. I knew the name, but to say I knew much more than that would be a lie. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I never watched him on NXT. I never, never watched any of his stuff in, when he was in WWE. But I think it's safe to say he's he's one of the guys that they missed on. He's mm-hmm. phenomenal. He's amazing, and he could like like you could plug him into the weekly shows right now, and he would excel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just fortunate enough that 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 he's you know I get to go to I get to show up at the arenas and. And I get to work with them on a regular basis now. Mm-hmm. I know you've said this a few times, so I'm not going to like dwell on it too much, but I know you didn't like your WWE theme song <laughs> too much, which I'm sure you've heard that you're maybe in the minority. I am. But I am. is there a song, whether it's from that time or current, that you'd be like, man, I really wish that was it. Like one that you hear instantly and you're like, that that would have really hit for me. I I really like uh, now. I like Finn, I like Finn Balor's entrance. I love his entrance. I love. I mean, Seth's with the you know just the up and down. That's just so good. But for my money, the two entrance things that I always loved. I thought Goldust theme was mm-hmm. fantastic, and that original DX mm-hmm. that was just like it to, to me. It's to, like entrance music and people don't realize this, but entrance music, it, it plays a role. Mm-hmm. And that what that role is, it's the role is to to tell the fans 
even before they see somebody come through a curtain, what to feel. Mm-hmm. And the way I explain this to people is think of how you felt the moment you heard that glass break and you knew Steve Austin was coming out. Think of how you felt the minute you heard rock. It feels like excitement, you know, just joy mm-hmm. came over you. And the same as when you would hear, you know, the takers bong. Yeah, immediately you, you you just felt something. And I guess the reason I never like took to my thing was I just I just I, for me personally, I didn't I never felt that. Mm-hmm. Now I, 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 you're a hundred percent right. I'm in the minority. Yeah, I told you, I told people all the time, Cardona still to this day will screenshot his phone and send me like, I like that, that song. He'd be like, I'm working out. And that comes up in his playlist. Yeah. I'm definitely, and it's funny because I, any, any interview I do, people, if they ask Undertaker first, the theme music is the second. Mm-hmm. That's what people are asking second. And I said that not thinking it would ever become a big deal. Mm-hmm. Not that people be like, ah, yeah, well, no, mm-hmm. he didn't like it. No big deal. But yeah, people love it to the point to where they get like literally hot at me. Okay. I, I, I just difference of opinion. I'm not like that invested, but that's. No, I'm, you know I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the one that's, in, I'm the one that's different. Trust me. Yeah. All right. So Undertaker, I'm not, you, you've covered that you know, in, in depth for, I don't know how many different times, but I do a watch list feature. Is there a match that you wish got as much attention as that one? Or one that you just really feel like, you know, was a solid match. You you appreciate it for one reason or another one that you maybe wish people would bring up more often. Uh, Yeah. Two. There's uh, a couple matches I had with Orton. Okay. There was um, that, that, you know, I thought I thought Orton and I always wrestled together. And then, obviously, I have a pinfall victory against Dave Batista. Yeah, I wish people would bring that up more. And <laughs> and that was the uh, night that, that the uh, inmates were running the asylum and I slapped Batista on, you know, on doing a you know, backstage. And then we took it out to the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not many people can say they have a pinfall victory against the animal. So, mm-hmm. but listen. That, that said, I am in no way, shape, or form upset that I've had to answer the Undertaker question as much as I have, because that's like that that single that one match gave me a career. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm to this day I'm honored, I'm happy, and I will be thankful forever that that I was able to just be in that spot with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a great moment. Uh, I'm glad you brought up not many people saying they could have a pinfall victory over Batista, but not many people slapped him in the face and, you know, lived to tell yeah, about and, it. And, yeah. And are, and are still breathing air. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have a couple more questions. It's more of a, a rapid fire. I'm going to okay. throw a few names at you. Just first thoughts that come to mind. Josh Matthews. Oh, uh, Probably should have won the original tough enough, but talented, happy, happy. He 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 transitioned and he's doing what he's doing in the business now. I mean, amazing wrestling mind. When I was in tough enough, he was the guy who he knew more wrestling at that point than I still know to this day. I will admit I was rooting for him specifically because I wanted to see him hit a moonsault. That was like the storyline for him. Like, oh, I remember that. So. 
you know, he wanted to do, he wanted to do moonsaults from day one. Mm -hmm. He was literally asking Al from day one when we could practice moonsaults. We're not even in the ring at this point. Like we had to, it took probably, I would say two or three days before we even stepped foot in a ring Mm -hmm. and he wanted to hit moonsaults. (laughs) He could do it though. Yeah. Now he he can. Now he can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, Chris Harvard, Chris, Chris Nowinski. Obviously, you know, there was contention during the show. Another guy, he could have easily won. He easily could have won. Um, happy he's doing, like, he's truly making a difference in the world now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just the, the research he does on the human brain, um, it's, it's like he will leave the world. He will, he will leave this world a better place than he found it. And I think he found, he's another one that found his calling. Al Snow. Oh, father figure. Like, yeah, you know, have you watched uh, wrestlers on yes. Netflix? Yes, very. Good. I, I I binged it. Like I I think it took me probably two days to get through them all. And I'm texting Al the whole time. And this just I, I think he's a father figure. You can see it on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that show because I think they told a side. They they told an accurate this depiction of of what life is like for guys that are one step away from being in the big time. Mm-hmm. You know, in the indie guys, they're farther away from being to the big show. OVW guys, they're they're a lot closer. Like they, a lot of those people can be called up at any any time. So, yeah. Pass. <laughs> uh, I'm just a, a, in, intimidating, aggressive. Um, Taz was the trainer that we had that that set the tone. Al was more the father figure. Taz was the. Uh, the the father figure that that you were kind of a little bit afraid of. Mm-hmm. I think in any good household you have that loving you know figure for most households that's the mother, and then you have that that parent parental figure that you kind of have to fear a little bit, which is what makes you come home you know before curfew, which is what makes you not sneak out of your house. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a little healthy healthy dose of fear. As was that for us, Nydia. It's sad that I haven't seen or heard from her since our WWE days. Like, I have not talked, laid eyes on, or even heard from her since then. I hope she's well. I hear she's happy. I I, I, I hope that's the case. She doesn't do too much media. I know she did an interview it's probably a couple years ago now, but she she stays out of the spotlight. But I think, she, I think she's doing something. I think she's like a realtor or something. Now, is that due to the fact that she, does she want to like not forget about her wrestling career, but is it just that she's just no longer interested? Because there was a period in my life, there was about a good five year period. I wanted nothing to do with wrestling. Nothing. I and, Honestly, I don't recall yeah. the reason for her. I just, yeah. I know, she's a pretty private person now. Yeah. It literally took Matt Cardona and Brian Myers dragging me out of my house to go do stuff to get me back into it. Thank you, Brian and Matt. All right. Last, last one. Maven. Oh, what's uh rebirth. Just rebirth. Um, like I, I make no, you know, no bones about, I, you know, there was a lot of, un, I, I believe untapped potential mm-hmm. and unlived up to potential in my career. Um, I'm, I will never dwell on that. It was what it was. But I love the fact if there's one thing that I love with this whole just just 
you know, rebirth with the with the YouTube channel. It's that people just seeing a different side of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I said in the Chris Van Vliet interview, I think what held me back in you know, my WWE career was I was always a little bit timid and I was a little fr- afraid mm-hmm. to to just I don't want to say ruffle feathers, but just not be myself. I was trying to do a job of uh, as to what they I thought they wanted rather than just being myself. Mm-hmm. With this YouTube page, I'm just I'm me. You know, I'm not I have no agenda. I, I'm not sending my stuff out to to Hunter and being like, "Can I get a job now?" I have zero agenda, <laughs> you know. And it's and and but that offers up a it's a freeing feeling. It's very just like emotionally just freeing to know that I'm doing this with another guy, and he and I are the only ones that we have to please. And mm-hmm. if we please us, then hopefully. It's something that the uh, that that the people that the fans will enjoy. Oh, don't get me wrong. I've came to this guy with a thousand ideas, and he tactfully tells me not. He'll be like, "Nah, that's that's yeah. I, I don't see us. I don't see it going that way." And it's just because he knows what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows the secret sauce is he knows what he knows what makes people you know want to want to stay on in view. Mm-hmm. Oh. So. But that, but that's offered me a rebirth, mm-hmm. and it's offered, and I think a lot of people are getting to know the real me, and not just the tough enough, you know, maybe some tough enough guy, because you know, I, I, and I mean, actually, you tell me what your opinion is. Of the people that that left, that graduated, or you know, got left tough enough, my favorites are John Morrison and and obviously the Miz. Like I think those two are. You know, but and I think what separated them from than from, from what I was able to do was they were able to get rid of the tough enough, mm-hmm. you know, halo, where I never was. Well, I'll say this about Miz: I think being on the Real World helped him because I watched that show almost like I, I was. Too. I almost watched MTV a little bit more than wrestling then. So when I found like I followed yeah. his career, and I remember he did an appearance at my college when I was there. So like. It wasn't just, oh, yeah, I remember that guy from the real world. Like, I was rooting for him because he yeah. he was a wrestling fan on MTV. Like, and I was yeah. kind of like, oh, he's, you know, almost like one of us. So I, w- yeah. I was rooting for him. I thought he should have won. I thought a lot of things early on could have went different for him. And, you know, it didn't. Like, Daniel Pewter was the winner. But, I mean, yeah, he's done so much with yeah. the opportunity he had, like, it's it's really awesome to see what he's done. He's a hard worker, and I see what you're saying because I had a I had an emotional investment in him too, mm-hmm. so that when he finally did make his way into the WWE, it was like oh, he's earned it. Like because I I don't know if, if you remember those uh, those challenges shows they used to do all the time. Mm-hmm. I used to love those. Oh, yeah. I used to love those, and he would always get into character. Mm-hmm. And so you knew he, you knew he loved it. So by the time he yeah. did make it, I thought, you know, I thought, I thought he had earned it. And then John Morrison. I mean, I just like shit. John's one of the best athletes I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Like he does stuff with his body that I just, I wouldn't try in a swimming pool. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah, I agree. And, like, and and I just, and it's weird because I mean, he's he's got to be he's got to be either forty or in his forties mm-hmm. now too. God knows I don't look like I did 20 years ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he does. 
but yeah. he does. He he's yeah. still in tremendous shape. Probably Amazing. he probably does even more now than he was doing back then because he just pushes himself. He he seems like he has that desire to just learn so much. Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's yeah. just an amazing athlete. And he was my favorite. It's funny. I was doing a uh, signing one time, and this woman comes up to me, and and he, she was you know a little older lady, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, you're my favorite wrestler." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm not my favorite wrestler." <laughs> So, and I, and that's true. That's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, of all the, of all the toughen up contestants, John Morrison was, was definitely my favorite and that's myself included. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We are, obviously we can find you on, on YouTube. You go search Maven Huffman, very easy to find fun content. Anything else you want to promote appearances, any, anything else you got going on? Yeah, this weekend we have, if you're in the New Jer- New York or New Jersey area, we have um, the uh, ISPW 25th anniversary show tomorrow night. I'm excited because yeah, Sergeant Slaughter is going to be there. And then just a lot of the uh, lot of the, 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 the faces that made ISPW what ISPW has become. Mm-hmm. Um, they will be there at the Tottawa Pal in Tottawa, New Jersey, tomorrow night at 730. And then Saturday, uh, Saturday, Saturday, uh, we have the 90s WrestleCon, and that's going to be fun. I mean, anytime you can get the, the Dudley boys together, that's just, I mean, that's a, I told Tommy, that, man, that's a great, that's a feat right there to get those two guys signing. And then other guys like Steiner's going to be there, Lex Luger, uh, Kevin Nash. It's going to be, a, and it, it's just going to be a fun day. Every time we've had these, these cons, I, I end up, you know, obviously I'm there to try to make some money, but I end up enjoying going around and speaking with, you know, the guys that I don't see as much these days. So I enjoy that just as much. All right. Thank you very much for the time. I appreciate you spending a little time reminiscing on, on this afternoon and, you know, best of luck this weekend and, you know, moving forward, the, you know, yeah. the stuff you're putting out is awesome and can't wait to see more. Thank you, Chuck. Remember, videos come out every day at twelve o'clock. I mean, every uh, every day. God, that would that'd be hell. <laughs> um, every Friday, the videos come out every every Friday at twelve. So yeah, look for them around then. So thank you so much for uh, for the kind words about it. It means a lot.